While the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them, What do you think about the Messiah? Whose son is he? The son of David, they replied. Then he said to them, How is it then that David, speaking by the Spirit, calls him Lord? For David says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. If then David calls him Lord, how can he be his son? No one could say a word in reply, and from that day on, no one dared to ask him any more questions. Welcome to the Final Days Podcast. We are here to talk about how the events of Jesus' final days impact our understanding of the world today. I'm Nick Herman, and I'm here with the one and only Pastor Luke to talk about Jesus' teaching in the temple on Holy Tuesday. Thank you, Luke, for being here. Yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks for having me, Nick. Thanks for inviting me in. Always a joy to talk to you. Yeah. To start us off, would you just share for a moment about your experience with this text that we're talking about for today and how it's impacted you so far? Yeah, no, um, that's a good question. You know, it's it's funny because when you, when you asked me to do this and then when you told me what text we were going to be looking at, it was kind of like my initial response was like, yeah, thanks, Nick. Thanks for, uh, thanks for asking me about that passage because <laughs> it is... I think it's one of those passages, at least for me in my experience, that for the most part, it's like, yeah, I don't know what he's saying there, but I'm right. sure he knows what he's saying. So yeah. let's just move on. Jesus says it for some reason. Right. That's yeah. Cool. I mean, there's a there's a purpose. Obviously, the people that he's speaking to understand what he's saying. Right. So let's just leave it at that. Right. Um, and so as, as I've been trying to kind of read more and think more about this, it's been... Um, I, you know, it's been good. So I'm, I'm excited I'm glad. to I'm glad. have, yeah, I'm excited to have a conversation about it. That's good. Yeah. Our, this text can be maybe confusing, but also just seems like pointless because mm, mm-hmm. this is after Jesus has been interrogated all day. And then he turns around and asks them this question, like, why of all things does this question matter? Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem to really make sense, especially to our ears. Right. What do you think Jesus was trying to get at there when he asked them? What do you think? Whose son is the Messiah? Yeah, I I do think that, like you said, I think um, understanding the context is yeah. important because I I do think that right before this, um, them questioning his authority, them trying to ask like, okay, what do we do about taxes? Um, mm-hmm. There's there's so much in this where these religious rulers and leaders are really coming against him. I really think what Jesus is doing is he's, he's inviting them in to think about who the Messiah actually is. I think he's, he's challenging their, um, their expectations Mm -hmm. of, of who the Messiah is and um, trying to maybe lay them bare Right. A little bit. Yeah, because they probably expected the Messiah to be someone very different than Jesus. Right. Apparently. Right. By their yeah. reaction to him. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there's all these different groups here. The Herodians, the Pharisees, the Sadducees. Mm-hmm. They were all conflicting in their interests on their day-to-day lives. Mm-hmm. They never teamed up for anything. Mm-hmm. And yet they come here to team up against Jesus because he claims to be the Messiah as far mm-hmm. as they're concerned. And yet he doesn't act like who they think the Messiah should. Right. So he turns around and quizzes them. Yep. Yeah. What do you say? Yeah. Well, and and I think I think in looking at David, right? I mean, David was 
was, I mean, the king. Right. I mean, this was big the, the big dog, the, the golden age of Israel. Mm-hmm. And so I think he, he is really tra- trying to challenge this idea of, you know, okay, who, what is David talking about? Because there's mm-hmm. somebody, David is obviously talking about somebody better than himself, bigger right. than himself, more than himself. <clears throat> and I think I think that in, in light of the context of them questioning his authority, here David is subjecting himself to another person's authority. Yeah. And it's almost like he's saying, hey, if if it makes me wonder, it makes me curious if what he's saying is, if I am Messiah, what are y'all doing? <laughs> right. You know, like yeah. like if I am Messiah, then everything that's going on here is not it's not in keeping with scripture which you guys say that you're like the keepers of yeah they should be the people that know the scriptures exactly and i mean when the disciples of john the baptist came to jesus earlier in this gospel and was like are are you really the messiah are you the one who is to come or should we be looking for another guy Mm -hmm. and jesus Mm -hmm. was like go tell john the baptist what you see Mm -hmm. like the the blind see the lame are healed the gospel is being preached to the poor Yeah. yeah And and I think I think Nick I think in that one of the things I've been been thinking a lot about lately is what do we do with our questions? Hmm. Because I don't think that I think within our faith within Christianity it's not wrong to have questions. No, no. Right. the The question is what do we do with our questions? Yeah. Because I think I think what you just described is a perfect example of. Like the the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the Herodians, all these people during this time, they're questioning. Mm-hmm. They're curious because obviously Jesus isn't doing what they want him to yeah. do, what they expected him to do. But even in light of all of the evidence, they are unwilling mm-hmm. to have their their preconceived ideas about what God should do, what the Messiah should do. They're unwilling to have those preconceived ideas changed yeah and john i think john like i i think we see john having the same preconceived ideas Mm -hmm. right john again he's he's having these old testament prophecies in his Mm -hmm. mind that the messiah would come and overthrow the government and um there'd be peace and god would restore israel and Mm -hmm. and so i think that's what he's sending his disciples to ask about like and and are you gonna do that right and understanding that john is sending his disciples from prison yeah he's sitting in prison because he was speaking out about the oppression and wrongs and in the government and so he's 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 like the messiah is supposed to overthrow the government and here i am being oppressed by the government Mm -hmm. so what the heck is is going on yeah but in his questioning he moved towards Jesus instead of away from him. Right. And the religious leaders obviously move away. Right. Right. In a very terrible way in just a few days. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I think that again, I think what Jesus is doing is he's using what they knew. They, they knew cause this, again, we talked about this. This is from Psalm 110. Mm-hmm. So they would have known the Psalm. And so he's, he's shedding light on something they knew and repurposing not to challenge something. Yeah. Maybe they didn't. Mm hmm. And again, instead of moving towards him, they just continue to move away. Yeah. The Messiah looks very different than who you think the Messiah is. Yep. And that's kind of the mistake that they make is 
when they realize that the Messiah is different than who they want him to be, they try to kill him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 It's a sobering, I think it's a sobering thought, you know, because these, Mm -hmm. these were people that, I mean, they, they genuinely wanted to see God work and they genuinely wanted to see God's people, um, the oppression stop. And yet, yeah, and yet they'd missed it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it is, it's kind of a tragic, you, you said the other day, it's a tragic irony. Is that yeah, what you said? Very tragic irony. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Tell and me I mean, more about that. Well, I mean, it's a picture of perfect irony. The, the religious leaders seem to miss something that mm-hmm. we as readers of the gospel of Matthew have seen to it the whole time that Jesus is the Messiah. He's, been painted as this guy who performs miracles. He fulfills prophecies. Matthew constantly quotes Old Testament scriptures in reference to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And Matthew also being a very um, Jewish writer, writing mm-hmm. to a Jewish audience, talking about this Messianic figure. And we're told that this whole time, Jesus is the Messiah, Jesus the Messiah. And whether or not he outright claims it, we come to see these religious rulers who react in complete ignorance mm-hmm. to what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. These are the people who are supposed to be leading the Jewish people and holiness and righteousness, leading them towards encountering God in the Passover week, towards being holy and drawing near to God. And yet, instead of doing all those things, they are the epitome of drawing away from God. Yeah. Because instead of drawing towards God, who is standing right in front of them, as we know, they do the exact opposite. Yeah. They try to cast Jesus out. Yeah. Yeah, it, it kind of makes me... I think there's there's a part of me that you know growing up in church and being being a religious leader you yeah know, with air quotes around yeah. that <laughs> you know there it does feel like a sobering like oh do I do I allow my expectations to 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 be changed by the way God shows up in my life you know or yeah or do I follow my expectations rather than who God is, you know, it's, uh, yeah. It's like, what if Jesus were to come back today? Would, yeah. would I really recognize him or right. am I also right. blinded by self-interest? Right. Yeah. Well, and that, you know, and, but it does, it does make me think about like that, that was a struggle that I had for a while, you know, with, um, having kids that have major mm-hmm. health issues where there for a while, it's like, man, I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to be doing. Like I'm a young guy, I'm pastoring a church, I'm trying to be faithful, and yet my kids are not just a little sick. My kids are like are are very sick. Mm-hmm. And it it I do think it it does kind of come into those places where it's like my expectation it 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 laid bare my what my expectations yeah. were. Where it's like I had a belief that if I follow Jesus, then life will look a certain way, mm-hmm. you know? And, and the reality was, it's like, okay, it's almost like God in, in a moment said, will you follow me even if that's not true? Mm-hmm. And so it's, yeah, I mean, I think, I think that is kind of the, the invitation. I, I think that's the invitation. Yeah. Right. Do you, do you trust me even when I don't, fulfill your expectations yeah well luke i'm glad that you said yes yeah well and have continued to say yes thank you for sharing that part of your story yeah 
the question for all of us is, will we follow Jesus mm-hmm. even when he doesn't fulfill our expectations? Yeah. But I think the, the New Testament re- reassures us that God can be trusted, that mm-hmm. God is faithful, that he loves us, not because of anything that good that we've ever done. Mm-hmm. And so he's not going to love us less because of bad things that we do. Right. His love is faithful. Mm-hmm. And even in Romans, which says, God, if he did not spare his own son, mm-hmm. but gave him up for us all, will, will he not also give us every other good thing? Yeah. God works all yeah. things for the good of those who love him, who've been called according to his purpose. And I think, I think that, yeah, I mean, you could preach, right? That I think that for me, I think it was coming to the place where it's like, man, okay, God is good. All the time. All the time, God is good. And even if my experience is says otherwise, what is the thing that I'm going to lean into? Yeah, and we can trust that even whenever things don't feel good, God is still faithful. That's right. Will we still follow Jesus even when it's hard? Thank you for listening to the Final Days podcast. <laughs>